Go. Hi again, everyone. Today, I have three very special guests today who will be talking about their experiences dealing with the mental health stigma that comes within their culture. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Narain, and I'm a rising senior in high school. And one thing about me is that I love creating new recipes. Hi, my name is Amani, and I'm also a rising senior, and I love playing tennis. Hi, my name is Alina. I am also a rising senior, and I love to bake in my free time. So all three of my guests come from pretty strict Muslim households, so I'm just going to be asking them a series of questions regarding that. How do you guys think your culture and religion play a role in the stigma surrounding mental health? Anyone can, any one of you can go. Yeah, so basically, um, I think that being a Muslim not only means to have, uh, like, be a good person and um, be kind to others, but to also follow the five pillars of Islam and make sure that you put God in front of um, all of your actions in life and making sure that you follow his rules and ab obligations, but also apply those rules and morals to your daily lives. And I feel like always from a young age, my parents have always pushed me to incorporate these um, these beliefs and thoughts into everything that I do and making sure that I work hard in school and out of school to the best of my abilities. Um, so I think that making sure that I feel, fulfill all of those rules and making sure that I put God in front of everything that I do is kind of what being a Muslim means to me. Do you think putting God in front of everything you need to do can be get can get stressful at times or do you feel like you yourself want to follow that or is that a pressure your parents are putting on you i don't necessarily think it's a thing that my parents put pressure on me to do because from a young age i've always been i've always tried my best to be a good muslim and and read the quran and do everything that i can do and it can be a little bit stressful sometimes knowing that i have to be a I, being a good person is always like something that I have to do and making sure that I follow all of the rules and obligations in the Quran is always something that I have to do. So it does get a little bit stressful at some points, but I know that it'll all pay off later on in my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So in my experience, in my household, I think being Muslim has played a big part in my mental health for sure. Like I know coming from an immigrant, uh, from two parents who are immigrants, they have brought a lot of their um, ide ideologies and their ideas about mental health from India to here. And they have applied that to our household. And I think they were taught to just toughen up whenever there was a struggle. And I don't think they, ever t they were ever taught to go to go to a therapist or anything so in my in my experience we haven't really talked about my our emotions or our feelings in our house that much um but I think that definitely varies from household to household but I think for my parents they taught me to kind of look to God whenever there was a struggle so yeah how about you Noreen yeah, I had a very similar experience. My parents are also both immigrants and carry Indian 
sort of Indian cultural and Muslim ideals with them. And a lot of that creates stigma around mental health. So, for example, if, if I'm ever struggling with a lot of papers that are due or I'm not feeling good or I'm having, you know, very depressive thoughts, I'm told to make dua to Allah, pray to him, that everything will be all right. And dua is a very powerful thing, don't get me wrong. And I pray dua for basically every aspect of my life. But sometimes you need more than just dua to get you through something. And it's not... It's not a sign of bad iman. It's not a sign that you're not following your religion if you if dua isn't curing your depressive thoughts or your anxiety. It's human. And Allah knows that we have weaknesses and he puts us through tests. And I think that denying the fact that mental health exists and saying the only solution is to turn to Allah and even shaming people for, you know, saying that, oh, I need more than just turning to Allah. I need something more isn't right. And it's not it's not what we're supposed to do. So I also wanted to ask you guys, why do you think this stigma exists and where do you think it comes from? Well, I know that my parents and I think Amani, Alina, and Aisha, your parents too, I think they all grew up with tough socioeconomic um, living standards, whether it was in India, whether it was here in America. I know personally, both of my parents, uh, my dad grew up partially in India, my mom grew up mainly here, but both of them, they both lived in pretty tough situations. Like they were eligible for food stamps. They all often had trouble with money. And sometimes they didn't even know where their next meal was going to come from. And I think when you live in a situation like that, um, you don't have access to mental health resources. And you really, therapy is a luxury. Therapy costs money. Mental health resources cost money. And when you don't have money, you're really left on your own. And that was a very tough situation for them to grow up in, but they managed and they coped with that by dealing with it on their own. And so now I think that now our parents um, did well in life and now they're well off and they can um, afford to pay for our things and to have let us have a comfortable life but I feel that now when we talk about mental health and therapy and mental health resources they don't really understand because they never grew up in a society where they could afford those things and those things were something that they knew they had access to and so obviously I'm very thankful for my parents and for what they've done and I understand how hard they worked and from to get to the position they were to the position that they're in to provide comfortably for a family but I believe that they really need to sort of reevaluate where they are in life and understand that times are different. And I have access to therapy and I have access to mental mental, re, mental health resources, and I'm so privileged to have that. But not letting me take advantage of those resources because you didn't have access to them before can be very harmful. And of course, I'm very grateful and I'm so thankful to Allah, to my parents for providing this life to me, but I wish they could open up their mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of building off of what Noreen said, um, this is a personal example that happened to me very recently, and I think that all of us can kind of relate to it as well. Um, uh, towards AP season, which is in the months of April and May, um, I became really stressed and had very depressive thoughts because I was taking four AP exams, and majority of those exams applied to my career that I was planning to make that uh, major in later on in my uh, future life. So when I went to my mom asking if I can go see a therapist to help talk about these feelings and um, emotions, she said, Alina, why don't you just talk to me? I'm your best friend. And in a way, my mom is my best friend. Like she, I can talk to her about mostly anything, but when it comes to my emotions, my thoughts that are pretty deep and um, 
you know, depressive at times. I feel like she's not one that who like she's not a person that can really connect to what I'm saying. And because like Noreen said, times are different. And with our parents um, having this kind of narrow mindset that we've given you everything in life, which also, again, I am super thankful for and to all of their hard work, which has allowed me to live the like a life that I never dreamed of living before even though they ha they have achieved that success and and that um in in their lives i feel like just because i have been surrounded by that kind of lifestyle my whole life doesn't mean that i'm not allowed to feel you know these kinds of emotions and thoughts and again of course i'm thankful for everything that i've had and and i've been giving to smart so far my entire lifetime but i feel like our parents need to realize that times are different and with more pressures and more obstacles being created every single day, especially for us, since we are women of minority, they need to realize that, you know, accessing mental health resources is okay. And it should not be something that is looked down upon just because we live a very comfortable life, if that makes sense. Also, I want to add, I want to add something really quickly. Um, my parents, well, they did make make it. They did go to get a good education. They got a good stable job. There are definitely some things, some personal introspective things that therapy really could have help, could have helped them solve. Um, just based, the ways they view the world, how they view themselves. Some of some of it can be really negative and harmful to themselves, and they've learned to just deal with that. But I personally believe that if they had the access to therapy, that they would be happier and learn how to better cope with other problems. Um, I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I think that many that many parents think that if their children have mental health issues, they see it as like they made a mistake in their parenting. So, for example, if I asked my mom if I could go to therapy, I think she might be be worried in what other families would think. They may think, did she make a mistake in her parenting? Did she support her child enough? Is her child not connected to Islam? So there's definitely a worry with, it, with what other people may think if a parent sends their child to therapy, which I think is extremely harmful in our community. Yeah, for sure. D does anyone else have any last comments they wanted to add about mental health in their culture? I know that over the past couple of years, I know that, Aisha, you've even, did, did, you've even done a couple projects on this. Mm -hmm. Suicide rates relating to mental health issues has, like, harmfully and severely increased in the you know Asian and South Asian community and I feel like if our parents especially most of them going through these obstacles in their lives and now having you know looking back and and now in their now comfortable lifestyles have seen that you know they have overcome these challenges through the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and having you know overcome these certain obstacles in their lives they should really look at the statistics and look at, again, connecting to times are completely different now than they, than they were before. And I'm not saying that their experiences were not valid at all because no one should have to go through what I think all of our parents went through. And But I'm saying now that we as rising you know, adults and young adults are facing different challenges in our lives. And those should be, you know, those should be talked through and walked through with the help of a very, you know, you a very like supporting community either that being through therapy or either that being through like mental health um checks at at school or even if like some parents are you know willing to talk about mental health issues it should be talked about with them but i feel like otherwise mental health issues and 
and illnesses should not be looked down upon at all because it's a very real and it's a very it's a very prevalent um kind of it's a very prevalent illness and um you know thing in our community and as muslims i agree i think that it's also very alarming just how many muslims and how many south asians feel that they have to repress their um, mental health issues and i know just sitting here and talking to the three of you and hearing how we all have similar experiences with repressing our feelings of anxiety and feelings of depression there must be so many more people mm-hmm. out there feeling the same thing and i know before my friends and i will make jokes like oh i need to go sneak out to see a therapist because my mom won't let me and it's all you know it's funny but it makes you realize just how many people are dealing with the same thing and so that phrase what will other people think like i think that phrase can disappear hopefully in the future because i think that we need to realize what alina was saying mental health is a real issue and if everyone is feeling that way then maybe it'll be easier for us to become public about it yeah also again kind of connecting with off of what marine said all my friends know me as like the very bubbly and funny friend out of the whole group but i feel like starting in eighth grade is when I started to feel thoughts of, okay, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be, you know, as good as all of you guys are, because Mm -hmm. I always looked up to you guys, you know, academically. And I always try to push myself to be where you guys are. And now I've come to like, now I am a lot better mentally, but you know, you never know what people are feeling behind closed doors. And I tried to always, when I was with everyone, put on a smile, and put on, you know, this kind of persona that was not me at all because I thought that my feelings were not valid and they were not they were not appreciated or, you know, they were looked down upon by people in our culture. So I feel like now it makes me so happy that we're all talking about this because I feel so open and now I feel like I can connect to other people who are feeling the exact same way and they and I can talk to other people who feel that, you know, Feelings are valid, and even if you come from the most wealthiest family and in the whole world, you are still allowed to feel these kinds of emotions, and it's okay to talk to other people about it. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I'm trying to make it open to everyone who feels like they don't have anyone to talk about through mental health, and they feel like no one's going through the same thing. So I'm really happy that we could all come together and um, talk through how a culture perceives mental health. So thank you all for being here, and um, I'll see you all at the next podcast. Thank you.